Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hi, everyone. We are back. Okay, so you may have noticed that we took some time off, didn't we, Stephanie? We did. We, we relaxed. We relaxed, right? <laughs> what was our reason for taking some time off? I think it kind of snuck up on us, didn't it? Um, it just snuck up on us, and we didn't have time to do any recording, right. really. That's so what that was it our first hiatus. Yeah, it was. We it turned busy. into a hiatus of um, us being slammed with family and work totally. and everything. So, Well, welcome back, everybody. We've got Chan with us today. Hey, Chan, how are you? I'm good. Yay. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy, happy holidays. Everything. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. What is it? Um, happy Hanukkah. All of the above. Happy I whatever you celebrate. Happy whatever you celebrate, and if you celebrate nothing... <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that too. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about like, what? God damn it. What is it? It's the 29th. We are creeping up on New Year's Eve. Can you believe it? Well, after this airs, it's going to be beyond New Year's, you know. Oh my God. So it'll be 2020. <laughs> I'm talking about, I mean, I'm speaking, I'm looking You're into the future. You're speaking the future. That's so crazy. You know, what's really funny about it? Like with the New Year is, first of all, let's talk about resolutions. Do you make them? Not really. Not out loud. I don't tell people mm-hmm. that I'm making a resolution. I, I don't think that's part of the criteria, though. <laughs> Is uh, it more for yourself? It's or more, more for, for myself, I think, than anything. And if you asked me not on a microphone, I probably would say I don't make them. Okay, so now you feel like you're put on the spot. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Chan? I don't make them. But I will secretly judge myself like every month if I don't achieve <laughs> in my mind what I'm supposed to be <laughs> So achieving. then you do make them. No, you know what? I, I, I stopped doing the I'm going to stop or I'm going to start for New Year's resolutions. And mm-hmm. I try to pick something that's a little bit more mindful, as cliche that might sound. But like, I'm going to be better to myself. Like, oh, I'm God. Gonna, yeah, I know. So bad. Get a that's life. why I don't talk about it. So I don't make any. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I, I still do. I'm very old school. I make them. And every year, I'm going to be like ripped. I'm going to be Jane Fonda. I'm going to be so. Jane Fonda. <laughs> I'm going to Fonda. Fonda. be that size six. <laughs> And it's going to happen every year. You know what's funny about the New Year's resolution? It always reminds me of like, you know, the Monday when you live your life and you're like, fuck, I got to get it together. Monday. I'm starting on Monday. Every Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New Year's is like the longest Monday ever. So is. I'm saving it up for a Monday. So that's when I, when I start going overboard and it's Thursday, I'm like, okay, you got four days to really get this out of your system. Oh, come so you Monday, like really dive into it. I kind of do. I do. I do. <laughs> a, pr- a grown up would probably get it together right away, but no, I usually let it drag out for a couple of days. Okay, so let's talk about your New Year's resolutions for 2019. Did it's you the same shit as every year. No, absolutely not. Got it. You know, I do talk about New Year's resolutions because there was one that I did make and I have stuck with it now. I think it's like five, six years. And it was, um, it's really weird, but I always, I love fresh flowers and it's something that's very important to me and it makes me feel good. And I said, I'm always going to have fresh flowers in my house because it makes me feel good. Mm. And I have stuck with that resolution. And nine times out of ten, I have fresh flowers in my house because it makes me feel good. So how often do you have to buy these flowers? Well, when I'm in town, once a week. Once a week. Okay. I get a bouquet once a week and I enjoy it for the week. And that's kind of my thing. Do you have it shipped to yourself? No, I get it at Trader Joe's <laughs> or I go to the flower mart or I get something nice and it's just something that makes I me feel nice. I think I got nice. wrangled into buying you one one time when we were getting snacks. Probably. Was yeah. a, it was probably the end of the week or the beginning of the week. I mean, listen, it, it, sometimes it's those little things that make you feel good, right? Yeah, that's true. It's not even about anybody else. It could be something as simple as like, I'm going to get a manicure every week because I don't want to look like a pig, right? I want my hands to look nice. That's a resolution. That's something that can make you feel better. Okay, I'm going to call that my resolution. You get a manicure anyway? <laughs> I, yeah, every two weeks. So that's okay. What are you resolving though? Yeah, my resolution. You're going to continue doing what you've been doing. 
God, what an <laughs> underachiever. My God. What about <laughs> you, Chan? I won't disappoint myself. You will not. You got, I'm, gonna, I'm putting you on the spot. What are you going to do? Okay, so I get frustrated with people that do the resolutions of like, I'm going to get fit or I'm going to do this because so then me. all those people crowd the, the, gym. the gym. Yes, yeah. and the yoga studios are like packed full of people and then I just get irritable. And that's not the spirit of the You Lanier. just go you on January like, 10th. No one's there. Everybody's falling off by no, then. No, it usually takes yeah, until like you February. Go, if you go all the time anyway, and like even if you're not going every day, but you go like, you know, you go your three days a week or whatever to the gym and then that one day you go and you can't find parking because... All the jackasses that just signed up for their membership right. for the year. <laughs> yeah, are they there. want to get that month's worth. <laughs> <laughs> All in one day. And then that's over. Kickstart that year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's human nature. It's so weird because I think what's really funny about it, and this is so weird. I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and I'm like, I feel like it was just last week that I was at a Y2K party. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember, like, 1999, yeah. everyone's yeah. like, when it hits the year 2000, it's going to go black. There's going to be looting in the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's going to be no money in the banks. Right. And we're all going to be fucked. Do you remember that? Yeah, because the computers uh, weren't supposed to adapt, Yeah, the right? computers weren't going to turn over. For the yeah. decimal. We were all, like, waiting for the power outage. Crazy. And I remember, what was that? God, I was young when it happened, 1999. We went out and I drank myself into oblivion. Oh my God, it was crazy. Because I was like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die drunk and having a good time. Sure. And we made it. Yeah, Did you I, pull your I, money I vividly out remember that New Year's. I vividly too. Yeah, we were all waiting to die. Yeah. We were working together at that time. I was worried we about were, us. And I ended up at a really weird goth club for some reason. Probably I was there too. Was, I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica took you. I was there and we had a great time. I don't know, man. I mean, I think when you look back on things that, you know, you, you, you experience and it, it's so funny because I feel like it just happened. How did 20 years sneak up on us? I don't know. I still I think know. 20 years ago was like 1970. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just do in my mind. Like 20 years ago was not the 90s, right? It is the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's 90s. crazy. 1970s was like 50 years ago. No. Um, no, it's 2020. So 20 years ago is going to be the 2000s. Nobody needs to be doing math here. Just stop, <laughs> Stephanie. Don't. Nobody need to be doing math. What do you call those? The 2000s? The 2000s? The, the, the zeros? Well, I know they called it what? The millennial? When we, the I don't millennium? Know. Millennium. I don't know. The 10s. But what happened after, yeah, I, I, now I'm trying to remember, I want to really kind of reflect on that. It's too long. So January 2nd, 2000, what happened? Did we just forget about all that hype we'd created for years leading up to it? I think yeah, people well, were still nervous. Happened. So we just never talked about it again? Yeah, no. all the computer people fixed it. Yeah, they patted themselves <laughs> on the back. That's what I'm going to say. They're yeah. like, we did such a great job preparing for this like monstrosity that was supposed yeah. to happen to all the computers and then they patted themselves But I think the they were all surprised on. that it actually worked, like whatever they were that's true. <laughs> trying to do to fix Yeah, that's true. the glitch in the system. Meanwhile, there's probably no glitch. Everyone just needed extra hours. Problem extra, averted. Yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, 2020. How are you feeling about going into this new year? It's a de- new decade. <sighs> it is a new decade. Um, what I are you know. hopeful I for? I feel good. Oh, okay. I'm hopeful for... Um, World peace. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Are you it's an election year. It's an election year. It's an election year. That's world peace. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm um, hopeful for um, November 2020. I would like it to already be this time next year to know what's happening. So you want to age yourself like another this, year. I feel like Wish this year's, your way. Yeah. No, I feel like this year is going to be really, like, impactful. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Whatever way it goes, it's going to change a lot of stuff. I have a lot of anticipation for change for myself this year. For yourself? For, or for yourself? Yeah, even for myself. I don't know why. I just have this feeling that I'm going to feel a lot of change this year. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Change is always good. 
What if you're totally content with where you are? No one wants change. Like if you feel like you're, you're fucking doing great, you're killing it. Then that's your year. That's your year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, you know, I say I don't set intentions or set resolutions, but I do set intentions for myself mm. in kind of a witchy way. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> no. Like I do loosely follow like the moon and like oh, setting intentions oh, okay. because sometimes it works. You're getting to way too earthy in and this to house. Say, <laughs> um, to say like out loud what you want. Yeah, I do believe that when it comes, but I don't. I don't like it having a date. Like I'll tell you about that because it's interesting. 1st, I'm going to do this. It's I, kind of more of like a. I need to say this right now. You, you know, I made fun of you. And now I'm kind of. I'm going to pedal back because I do have, and I think it's more of a superstition with me. Mm-hmm. I won't say something if it's really terrible because if I say it, then I can speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So always with my friends, if they start saying something crazy, I'm like, don't say that shit because it could happen. I believe that too. You know, so be careful what you say. Like if somebody says like, oh God, I would die if something happened to a kid. Like don't say that. Don't say it. Because yeah, if you yeah. say it, not that it's going to happen, but you're, you're, you're bringing that into the universe and it's not necessarily a good thing to even like start talking about. So I guess it's the opposite of what you're saying. You want to say good things. I want to say good things. I want people to not say terrible things. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I do believe like you should say what you want and put it into the universe. And then what? And attract, you'll attract it. Oh, I mean, I guess in, in an ideal world. And good and bad. Good and who bad. do you say it to? Just alone? <clears throat> Talking car. to yourself alone. like a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a friend that like is, is more into it than I am and she'll mm-hmm. tell me the right times to do it. So then I'll be like, all right, like what's going to hurt? Like, <laughs> Will you tell me some of these times? Because <laughs> yeah, I could definitely. Well, I mean, I can squeeze that into my schedule <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. I can make it happen. Make time for you know, that. when there's like the new moon and like. Whatever. Okay, yeah. To give write shoot me a text and, and I'll uh, go outside. Write them and on do paper it. and bury them in your yard. Where <laughs> you can yeah, go old no school, yard. put it in a bottle and throw it into the ocean. <laughs> Hope it comes back to you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I do know enough. Like, I don't know. You know what's really crazy? And it's, it's, it's a, worth a shot. It's worth it a shot. And I think it's a good transition to the next topic that I wanted to talk, talk about because I think it's something that's super pertinent and it's something that. As the years go by, it becomes something that you hear more and more and more. So just bear with me and don't start judging. Just let me get it out. The thing that is really sort of getting, getting under my skin is this busy. I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> We're all busy people, right? I live out of a suitcase. I'm always traveling. I've got a big job. I, you know, there's a lot of shit that I do. But the thing that drives me crazy is that all of a sudden we've sort of convinced ourselves that we're busier now than we've ever been. People have always had kids. They've mm-hmm. always had jobs. Kids have always had extracurricular activities. Now, all of a sudden, people can't go to the grocery store because you're busy. Okay, that's my argument about Amazon, though. Me too. I say mm-hmm. it all the time. It's just, it's this thing where what is it about people and that busy? Does it make you feel more important to be that busy? I think people don't know how to manage all of the things that are coming at them very well. Does that make sense? So before, because like, I, I just feel like people just don't know how to manage their time and they're starting to overwhelm themselves with things that they feel like are priorities and they don't know how to figure out what is the priority. Why is that different than before though? Because now we're sitting staring at our phone for three hours of the day and checking up on what everybody else is doing and you don't track that time. That's what I'm... Okay, that's my point. Do you, you, with the iPhone, do you get the, 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 the summary alert. at the week where you're like, God damn, I spent yeah. 10 hours on this fucking thing? Oh my God. 
<laughs> was I at work? Like, what was I doing? But that's a great example. Like, when you think about people saying, like, I don't have time, I don't have time, these are the same people that say, oh, my God, I binged an entire show yeah. in one weekend. Exactly. But they can't stop and go get toilet paper. You can't get toilet paper, but exactly. you can sit and watch. But I they need watched, to order it on I watched Amazon. 15 hours of Netflix. That's yeah. my, yeah. So where does, it's, just, it's the most, I, I think it's become a sort of like a rite of passage where people just say it and they believe it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've said it too. I'm like, God, I'm so busy. And then I think about it. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm busy, but I mean, you I'm not. You have time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not digging ditches and saving lives at the ER. Like, I'm not that busy. I'm busy for a busy person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think too, like, I, I'm a freelancer, so it, it's important to be busy. Otherwise, I'm, when I'm not busy, I feel it right. <laughs> financially and all of the above. Sure. So there's a little bit of that too. Like, there's a lot of like, freelance culture now too where people That's are true. trying to hustle and working mm-hmm. three or four jobs and like but they're all kind of like short-term jobs yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah I don't know if we have the same structure that we used to have no, and I, I think that's a different story. You're busy is like legit busy because you kind of have to be on the ready to like pick up a job. I think I'm also thinking what Jessica's thinking is people that are too busy to like do everyday yeah. things or check in on people yeah. or shoot a text to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of busy is unacceptable, I think. You know what else too that I see is that people on their job, they don't clock out. Yes. What do you mean? Because you, you're on oh, a you keep job. Going. I'm you guilty keep of going. it. That's you're true. You're on yeah. your yeah. phone. You're yeah. working from home. You're doing all this stuff. And so you don't have like, we used to have a day off. Yeah. We had a day mm-hmm. off. It's not, you're not getting text from your employees yeah. at work or like whatever. And like, it might only take an hour of that day off, but it took an hour of your day off. And it took energy. Yeah. It took energy. Yeah, and it puts, you in a we- it puts you in that work mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. No, I think it's true. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just something for everybody to think about, those of you at home. Just think about it. Like, when you say I'm busy, and again, I'm not saying you're not. I, I don't, don't, don't start talking about me and saying that I'm saying that people that have kids and have jobs aren't doing anything. What I'm saying is, are you as busy as you think that you are? Mm-hmm. Right? And if you are truly that busy, then you might need some help. But if you're not... Then figure out what it is that you are that you're spending your time doing. I mean, I know what I'm wasting time doing. I'm Nin- great ninety day fiance. Time. Ninety day fiance. I'll tell you what I just started watching. Which oh my god, I'm already on season four. Have you guys seen the affair? I know I'm like ten years too late. No, no. Started, it's on my watch list though. Oh my god, I started binging that shit, and I'm a busy person. I watched four seasons. In like five days. That's my point, right? (laughs) So as a busy person, I found it in my day to watch like endless hours of strangers having sex with each other behind their spouses' back. You can find the time. You can find it. It's I mean, it's there. It's it's possible. (laughs) The time, yeah, the time is there. The time is there, man. I think it's just it's priorities. It is. It's priorities. What else? What are you thinking? How do you want to close out the year? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do different? I want to sleep more. I feel like you're pretty well rested anyway, though. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about this lately. I never get eight hours. Okay. I want, I need to go to sleep earlier. What time do you go to bed? Okay, if I'm going to make a resolution, this is my resolution. Okay. I go to bed early. I don't go to sleep early. Do you do things in bed? I like I do that too. Yeah. I watch TV. I'm on my phone. I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> God. Okay, busy. I get that. Because I actually stopped watching TV in bed, and I stopped bringing my phone into bed. So, get like, when life. I actually go into my room, it's to fall asleep. See, I would never go in my room then. Yeah, I me would neither. end up, like, sitting on the couch on my phone. Yeah, I never go like, in my oh. room until I'm ready. You know what's pathetic about me? Sometimes I go into my room and go into bed because I'm like, it's fucking too cold in this living room. 
Let me get under the blankets. Mm-hmm. And it's like eight o'clock in <laughs> bed because it's warmer. Yeah. Well, so that's what, that's what we couch, do. Though. I, I'm in bed by like nine every night. Well, I don't fall asleep I didn't say until every night. midnight. So you're just oh, laying no. there for three hours. Yeah. I'm like there. We watch TV, have a glass of wine. In bed? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Do we need to stage an intervention? <laughs> watching hours of tv and then like my son and husband fall asleep and then i'm like oh wait yeah all of a sudden i'm wide awake i'm falling asleep at seven o'clock but at 10 30 when everybody's asleep i'm like oh i can watch that show i've been dvring mm-hmm. <laughs> that i have piled 18 up. episodes of and i nobody else wants to watch with me 90 day fiance that was no. a good one oh, no. i don't know if i can get, get into that this season that was really really stressful that was super stressful and so taxing. I need to watch something that's a little bit more lighthearted. That's I was your, really bummed that's that you your talked resolution. about it without me. That's my resolution. I think watching things about like people killing each other and cheating on their spouses is definitely more my lane this year. Snapped. For sure. I do love that. That fucking show snapped. You know, okay, not to digress and to dive into something else, but you brought up an interesting point. You guys have all seen that show Snapped on Oxygen, right? Yes. Okay. Stephanie? No. God. Okay. Tell her the premise, It's though. a show on oxygen, because there's a point that I'm going to make. There's a show on oxygen that's called Snapped, and it's about all these women that typically kill their husband, boyfriend, or spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay? They snap. They snap. What I think is so brilliant about that show, and it's actually quite sexist in a reverse way, is that even the title of the show mm-hmm. makes it feel like it's warranted. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody keeps fucking with you and you snap, <laughs> that's almost like, well, they had it coming. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I snapped. And a lot of these times when you watch the show, it's like the lady wanted to get the, the insurance money for her husband because she hates him, so she kills him. That's not really a snap. That's agreed. See, I, I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like a lot of the episodes that I've watched where the husband was like a terror or crazy. There are granted, those episodes, but they're not all. She with her boyfriend killed the husband. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or her girlfriend. In many totally. cases, that happens too. And they did get insurance money. But, you know, maybe he was like not doing what he was supposed to be doing. So my resolution is that I'm not going to watch that kind of negativity this year because it's toxic and poisonous. Oh, God. I That's a lie. T- I give you to January <laughs> That's a lie. No, I don't, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I don't mean that. I mean, I think it's something to think about. But She's yeah. still watching To Catch a Predator. I'm still totally kidding. <laughs> YouTube, I love that show. I love that show. Okay, let's wrap up with our favorite, whether it's a news story or TV moment. Because our audience, this is what they they tune in for. So, Stephanie, I'm going to start with you. Mine was one we talked about on the podcast, which was the R. Kelly interview with Gail. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. I think that was Big Guy, right? Yes. Uh, And it was my favorite moment of all time when the makeup artist came with the powder (laughs) With the sponge. Yeah. (laughs) I think you named the episode after it, right? When I'm on the edge. Hand me my compacts. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Something like that. I think that that kind of spoke to where, I mean, the mindset of so many people, like, oh my God, things are falling apart, but am I shiny? You know what I mean? Let me make sure I look good. Let me make sure I look good. I like that. That was your favorite moment of all the things that have happened. Do you watch the news? I do. I think that's why I loved it. That's why you loved it. Yeah. But it was also like our job, you know, like that's. Those are the things that I see when I'm watching a news story. Totally. I see when that person's shiny. Or bright <laughs> orange. I was like, if I was in that moment, would I have done the same thing? Would I have thought, like, that's a good time to step in? For sure. <laughs> yeah. him up. This man's having a meltdown Probably. on national TV and yelling at Oprah's best friend, let me powder him. I think he would have backed away silently into yeah. the curtains. With, with my arms still reached. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's your favorite moment of the year. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. Okay. Good one. Jan? Uh, mine actually is one that we did not talk about on the show because oh, you God. chose to talk about 90 days before. <laughs> 90 oh, the 90 day fiance. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, yes, so that was a big part of my life this year. Yeah, it's because I introduced you to did. Jessica. You did. And the way that I found this show, let me just tell you, is there was a scene in this show that actually stopped me in my tracks because a friend of mine was watching it. And I was walking behind her. I looked at the TV and I thought, oh my God, I have to watch this. And it's full length. And it was Caesar. With Caesar. The chocolate underwear that I he was know. unpacking for Maria. <laughs> he was going to take it to Mexico. He took it to Mexico. <laughs> he did take it, but there was no Maria. Yeah, so he basically packed like five pairs of chocolate underwear <laughs> did for he eat the his underwear? girlfriend that he never got to meet. Did he like eat it like when you're. That's what I want to know. You're sad and you want a box of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat a piece of chocolate shaped in a thong. I have no idea, but can you see like a, why I would like want to watch the show after that? No, I, I, think it's, I need to know what happens. I want to know about the person yeah. that Imagine would do that. Imagine like eating it like a fruit roll-up. <laughs> you wrap that around your texture. finger. <laughs> so disgusting. So that's your favorite moment of the year. Absolutely, yeah. And it's one of those things where I literally was like, his, his interview afterwards was what I found so fascinating because they were asking him about it. And he was like, she will like them. And then the editing was brilliant because they they edited those chocolate panties in every single I know, shot. They made they it could. a point. They made it a point. Where would you go to get chocolate panties? For I mean, I guess that we don't need to go into that. But that's just so strange that that would be something that would occur to you. I don't even want to know. And you needed four pairs. Well, no, I mean, there was like five or six. Well, they're edible. I mean, you, if you if you go through a couple pairs, you might want them for the week. Totally. Were they there for the week? They were there for the week. And then the, the engagement <laughs> ring that was like a hundred dollars. I know. God I know. bless them. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a pretty poignant moment. Yeah. What about yours? Um, you know, I don't want to be like super generic and be um, totally unoriginal, but I'm going to have to go with Popeye chicken sandwich. Mm. We got caught up in a sensation. <laughs> it caused a revolution. And, you know, typically with stuff like that, especially if it's like food related, I'm like, oh, wait till the hype dies down. And I was happy and proud to say that I was able to have the chicken sandwich and I was able to talk about that on, on live air, which was fun. But you didn't go risk your life for it. Well, that was the best part. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to leave the comforts of my home. Stephanie brought that chicken sandwich, and we ate it, and we talked about it, and I kind of, you know, expressed my thoughts about the chicken sandwich and how I felt about it. I think we have to revisit it, though. I think we need to do it in 2020, just kind of um, reflect on it. I think we're going to do a taste test. That's a good idea. Between that one and a blind, a blind taste test, like the old Pepsi versus Coke. And Chick-fil-A. Yeah, we need to get a Chick-fil-A and a Popeye's because, you know, I'm already voting for Chick-fil-A. Not because of their politics, but just based on the taste of the chicken. I love the Chick-fil-A chicken. It's so good. I don't, so I don't know if Jessica told you, but I was food hustling that Popeye sandwich from afar, listening to you guys. <laughs> oh, this is so sad and pathetic. So I decided one day, I was hemming and hawing, there's no Popeyes near me in San Francisco, so I decided, okay, I'm going to Grubhub it, or Postmates it, I can't remember. So I was like, okay, should I do it? It's going to be like $20, $25. For a $5 sandwich. To get this stupid sandwich. How far is it going to have to drive to you, too? It would have taken me a good 30 minutes, even though it's like maybe like a mile and a half away I would have had to go into like the worst part of SF get out of my car because there's no drive through risk being seen <laughs> on a Friday night getting a Popeye's chicken sandwich by oh, yourself we didn't say it was a Friday night it but. was I remember we talked about it it was Friday night I remember vividly <laughs> so I decide I'm like okay I'm gonna do it because they're eating the sandwich I need to know how good this sandwich is I love a fried how chicken sad. so I post made it the guy shows up. I get real excited. <laughs> I sit down. I open the bag. There's French fries. There is a tea 
No sandwich. <laughs> they forgot the sandwich. I bet the guy <laughs> ate it. You oh, he, might, so? he wanted to know what the hype was about. Oh my God, he did. <laughs> did you call the Popeyes and let them know you didn't get the sandwich? No, I didn't call them, but I, you know, I wrote into the Postmates and they like deducted they the refund? price of the sandwich, but not the price of the delivery. I was like, the whole point was the sandwich. That's true, because you could get french fries and it in corner, I'm sure. No, totally. I can get them downstairs. I wanted the sandwich. <laughs> wow. So anyways, yeah, that's my story about the sandwich. You know what's interesting about that, too? I think that that would be like your low moment for 2019. Um, you know when you think about those a lot of low moments <laughs> but that I think could be that moment where you're like oh god that was a rough night I mean I've had those nights where I'm like oh god I can't believe the I did that the saddest part is that is definitely not the lowest well, well. do you want to talk about it you know what I'm not going to do though because I'm guilty of this and I'm so so I mean it's just something that's like ingrained in me it's part of my personality it's like when things are going bad and I'm having that night I'll give into it and I will indulge it and I'll start feeling sorry for myself and I'll start, you know, working myself up into it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just something that's just so natural. And I don't do it all the time, but I'll have that day where I'm like, the world hates me. Everybody's against me. It's not fair. And I'll do things to make myself even more upset because I want to drive home the point that things are fucked up. What do you do? You call us. <laughs> you call my <laughs> friends or us. I'm like, you know, I'm hungry. There's nothing to eat in this house. So I'm going to eat these like, I did it the other night. I'm going to eat these like frozen soy chicken strips that taste like shit. <laughs> Because I never get a good meal. This is what I'm going to eat. This is what you deserve. So I did that. And I had that. And I felt very sorry for myself. And I put them on a plate. And I felt really, it was terrible. But those are things that I do. Okay. So you just like to torture yourself even more. Push yourself while you're down. You know what? I, I give in to it. Okay. So let's go back to the um, setting intentions. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to try not to do that this year. I'm going to try not to do that this year. Because that's negative behavior. And I'm too old for that. And it's just stupid. You're telling yourself you deserve this trash. Well, and then the next day I'm like, you know what? You didn't deserve that. And then I go into victim mode and yeah, it's not fair. And all this shit always happens to me. And oh my God. So I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I've outgrown it. No, you need to say the opposite. I, I deserve these soy chicken strips that have been frozen for years. Uh Listen, whatever gets you through the night. So ladies, happy new year. Happy Happy new New year. year. Let's do it.